Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Mortgage Man. In this case, it's The Mortgage Men, because there's three of us celebrating Tanta's three-year anniversary. Um, I'm joined here by the directors of Tanta, Chris Brown on my right. Hey, how's it going? And Anthony Brown on my left. Yo, what's up? <laughs> and today we're going to talk to you about, you are a first home buyer listening, hopefully, um, and we get a lot of questions. If you've got spare money, should I focus on paying down short-term bad debt? So car loans, credit cards, personal loans, or should I put that spare money to um, increase my deposit. This is a very interesting question. And I think, um, Chris, let's start with your opinion of it first, because we know that we're going to all get to the same answer. But I think the way that we get there is going to be quite different. Yeah, so my opinion is always that bad debt is, you know, your goal should always to be get rid of, to get rid of it. And when you're getting ready to buy a home, it's fantastic opportunity to, um, you know, use the motivation to get rid of it. So you're already in the, you've got some really good goals, some really good reasons to get rid of it. It's going to be a fantastic opportunity to kind of knock your your bad debt off and get rid of it and move towards being in a, you know, good savings position, et cetera, et cetera, and not have all your money leeching away from these terrible things like cue cards and car loans and yeah. all that kind so of stuff. So you're saying that because they're focusing on something they really want, which is the house, they're going to be more motivated to, to decrease that debt because before then, the thing they really wanted was probably that car that they got the debt for. And now it's like bigger picture. That's so right. Yeah. Your kind of thinking then is focus on the debt first. Yes. Yep. Yeah. While you've got an opportunity to get rid of it, get rid of it, man. It's, it's not going to be uh, ever easier to have motivation to get rid of it when you've got a really cool goal, really cool prize at the end being you get your own home if you get rid of this stuff. Yeah. So I think that comes back to actually knowing what the bank is looking for and being like, let's actually see your situation because you might be listening. There might be 10 to 100 people, to more people listening to this podcast. And every situation is going to be different. Hopefully more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're just starting out. Um, and every situation is different. And for some people, if you've already got quite a big deposit, putting that against the debt might be a better option. Mm. Or if you've got low deposit, high debt, focusing on both at the same time. Um, or if you've got really high debt and really low deposit, then maybe focusing on the debt is going to be better. But at the end of the day... Like Ant is going to say, it's all about the numbers, right? So do you want to expand on that a bit more? Yeah. So uh, a common question I keep coming up against in day-to-day -day dealings with trying to get people mortgages is the same question just post, you know, posed in different ways. And that's if, Anthony, if I get rid of my car loan, can I get a mortgage? Or Anthony, if I get rid of this credit card, can I get a mortgage? And unfortunately, the question is always, it depends. Yeah, it's not that simple. Right? <laughs> it's not that simple. Um, effectively, all we do on our end is take the information 
well, the first thing we do initially um, is take the information you give us, put it into the different bank calculators, and it spits out a number. And normally that number's green or that number's red, right? So um, in terms of a, Chris, Chris is talking more from like a high level point of view. Yes, 100%, there is debt that's good because it's an asset, like a house, that's good for you. Um, a credit card is really not good for you because it's just an absolute waste. There's no asset attached to that. So fundamentally, we're just trying to figure out, cool, do you have enough deposit? And then can you afford the debt that you're trying to take on board? And then it can be pretty easy for us to say, yep, if you cancel that credit card, you actually can get a mortgage if you give us all the information we need. And that's kind of where I would say a good starting point is yep. talk to a mortgage broker. Yeah, for sure. So Chris, I want to come back to you. If someone had a bit of debt, they had a... 10% or close to 10% deposit and they were going to get a gift from a family member, mm. is that gift better to go towards the deposit to increase it or to go against the debt and pay it off? Open-ended loaded question for you, <laughs> yeah. but this is probably one that we, Common, yeah. we kind of get probably a few applications where they wouldn't get approved unless they paid the debt off. Yeah, and I think there's, I've got two answers to this. And one is, you know, the the numbers game if it's a 1.99 percent finance offer from nissan that cost you heat that doesn't cost you as much as a mortgage is going to cost well you keep that debt and you pay down the higher interest bearing debt you know you always start at the top if it's a 25 percent um q card you get rid of that first uh etc etc it's more expensive it's right? more expensive yeah. However, there's a second part of it, and that's kind of like we're not just robots. We don't just do right highest interest bearing debt first, um, and often the emotional aspect comes into it. And so, if it was like you know you feel real guilty about a treadmill you bought that's sitting downstairs that's still on higher purchase, <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this your own example? <laughs> I haven't used it the whole time I bought it. <laughs> no, every day, mate. Uh, I wish. No. Um, if it's if it's something that you know you feel guilty about it's hanging on your conscience even though it's less if you get rid of that you're going to feel better you're going to feel better about yeah, savings and progress then you, right yeah you get into a feeling of like you're you're making progress and and that kind of stuff is really important to take into consideration because it's it might not make a hundred percent um sense in the kind of pure numbers aspect mm -hmm. but if i feel good about something i'm going to do more of it and as soon as i start getting a roll on especially if you've got more than one i'm going to get into really good habits of getting rid of that debt and that's always a really underestimated aspect of paying off debt if it makes you feel like crap um yeah. get rid of focus it focus on the motivation and the progression mm -hmm. so you mentioned that there might be people out there that have more than one kind of debt rather than obviously paying it off eventually, which is what they are going to be doing regardless. Is there anything that we can do as financial advisors to um, help them, you know, like tidy it up faster, like almost mm. immediately? Yeah. So the best thing you can do at the start, as soon as you kind of commit to the idea that, cool, I actually do want to buy a house one day, right? Um, is kind of get your, your house in order before you have one, right? So have a chat to us um, in the sense that you might have some interest rates that one, you have a loan for a car that's at 15%. You might have a loan that you got out, a personal loan to get married. 
that's at you know 17 percent um we might be able to do something what's called a debt consolidation for you which is basically bundle them all together into one loan and that makes your repayments a whole lot easier you can then sort of plan around when that's going to be paid off and start setting some goals and timelines around when you might actually be able to buy a house so yes 100% you need to be focused on paying off your debts, but you don't necessarily just have to do it the hard way. Like there is ways you can cut corners in a good sense. Yeah, so I've had a couple of clients where we did a debt consolidation for them a year ago. And now because we did that debt consolidation, they've been able to buy because they've been able to pay off their debt faster, but also save more money. Because when you think about what the bank views your debt as, they almost, um, make it worse than it is on their calculators. If you've got a $10,000 credit limit on your credit card, they're going to put $10,000 on, uh, even though you may not owe $10,000 on that credit card. So yeah, debt is not great. It's a massive handbrake. <laughs> yeah, but it does depend on how much you earn. We do see people mm. that obviously earn a lot of money and then have a lot of debt. And then the flip side, earn hardly any money and have hardly any debt. So what I guess we're trying to point you towards is everybody's different mm. it would be silly for you to go into a bank and have these conversations because once they've seen what you've got on your statements yeah. they can't unsee it whereas if you talk to us first yeah. we can kind of be like hey focus on doing this yeah. first before we send an application to yeah. the bank because then this is going to make it look better yeah, and yeah another situation like another point to elaborate on there is Debt's bad for pretty much any borrower because if you're, you've got a big, like you're earning a lot of money and you can actually afford that debt, yeah, the bank is probably much more likely to still give you a mortgage anyway, but the question is going to come up in their mind, you're earning a lot of money, why do you have this short-term debt? <laughs> yeah. You can afford it, but you're not paying it off. What's going on there? Flip side of it is, if you're not earning a lot of money and you kind of need additional you need every single dollar of your income to count towards what you can afford for a mortgage then that's obviously just going to be bad if you're paying five hundred dollars a month for a debt repayment yeah so yeah okay so i guess closing thoughts chris is if somebody does have debt that should not be a reason for them not to apply or talk to us because we can do something would there be any other kind of closing thoughts you have I, again, I'll come, this, no, I'll, come back, <laughs> I'll come back to my original kind of um, thought process I have around debt is, you know, use it as motivation to get some momentum going towards buying your house. If you have little debts, like I often say to people, you know, if you've got a $500 credit card that you kind of like, I'm not really worried about it, but you, you kick that off in like a month's time. Well, then you then tackle the next one, the next smallest one, and you get kind of a roll on. And then that's actually going to make it really easy to kind of go get excited about looking at houses. And because it is actually a real drudge at the moment to look through houses and try and negotiate offers. But if you're excited about the whole process, the, and the entire thing comes um, a whole lot easier. And if you've done the work to to get rid of your debt, you know, it is an exciting feeling to kind of, you know, I remember when you pay off your student loan, you're like, yes, finally done that. Even though it was like free, yeah, <laughs> you feel good. And now you're kind of like, all right, I've ticked that off. I'm now an adult, got rid of that. Let's move on. Um, so yeah, I, I always use it as a motivation, get rid of it, get a roll on, get some momentum going. That's yeah. Fine. And I think 
because exactly. you said because you said get a roll on. I was thinking about a snowball, and then I was like the snowball effect. You start <laughs> with a small debt, even though the other ones might have five or seven or whatever loan terms on there, because you've paid off one, and you can use that extra money now to decrease the amount of time that you need to pay off those other ones, so that you know before you know it, you've got this no debt or very very little debt that helps you uh, save free deposit faster, and then before you know it. You are putting offers on houses and negotiating and moving in and struggling with other things. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something there. I don't know if I would say the word struggling, stressing out about other things. What paint you're going to color the wall, the chimney in your case. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't know where I went with that. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you need some help, hello at tanta.co.nz, chris at tanta.co.nz, anthony at tanta.co.nz. Um, or you can even message me, Aaron at tanta.co.nz. Uh, until next time, thank you for listening. And if you do have any questions that you want us to do a podcast episode on, please reach out on any of our emails or social media channels. Adios. Thank See you. Bye.